This episode is brought to you by Simply Photos, LLC, photographers serving central Indiana. Check them out on the web at www.simplyphotos46123.com. Hey, everybody. It's Scott with Cue the Smoke. My co-host, Tom, has not joined us yet. And today we're going to, uh, or excuse me, today I'd like to introduce Jaron Burdine. He is uh, on Twitter at jbirdbikes. Give him a follow on Twitter, folks. Welcome to the show, Jaron. Thank you very much. Happy to be here. Oh, yeah. We're glad to have you. Uh, without folks like you, Josh, Amanda, other guests that we've had on the show, uh, this thing doesn't go anywhere. So we appreciate you joining us. And Tom is getting ready to join us from the UK. This dude never sleeps, Jaron. I'm telling you. <laughs> I've, I've noticed that. The, yeah. guy, the guy never sleeps. Hey, Tom, how you doing? We got started just a little bit early. Uh, just wanted to kind of, I introduced Jaron. Um, and then I just said, Tom never sleeps. So, hey, Tom, welcome to the show. Thanks. So, so yeah, let's let's talk a little bit. We're going to talk Indy 11. We're going to talk your fan fandom, for the lack of better terms, Jeremy, how you started liking Indy 11. Let's talk bikes. Let's talk soccer. Let's talk everything that looks like it's near and dear to your heart. Um, let's start with Indy 11. When did you become a fan? First game, your experiences. Uh, this is your show, so have at it. Absolutely. So, um I am actually one of the, so they say, founding members of the Brigadier Battalion. Um, I got involved probably late 2010, early 2011, and I uh, have been around since then. Um, I was actually going to school at Purdue at the time, so I wasn't physically present for a lot of what was going on. Um, but I, we had started like a big Facebook group chat between like all the, the original guys, and I was actually digging through that today and found some funny stuff. But, um, yeah, I, uh, uh, going on 10 years now, I guess I could say, I mean, I was, I was following whatever the team was going to be before the team ever existed. That, and, that's uh, cool. I, that's cool. Uh, yeah, I said, I couldn't, couldn't have wished for a better outcome from, from all the effort we put into this. I've met so many people, uh, you know, Indianapolis has been my home for the last six years now, uh, because of all this. So it's just, it's been, it's been incredible. So where are you from? That means, I mean, I got to ask now. So yeah, I'm originally from Peru, Indiana, uh, okay. just, north of, just north of Kokomo. Yep. So you are a Hoosier for a lack of better terms, but okay. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So interesting. So there's a common theme that we're hearing, Tom and I are hearing about the Brickyard Battalion, about how welcoming and how it really is a family. Um, and once you're in the family, you're family. <laughs> oh, um, absolutely. Which is pretty cool to have. Um, so you've been with the team ups, downs, good, bad, ugly, great. Um, thoughts about this season so far? Uh, you know, the beginning of the season, I was kind of thinking that we were going to fall back into where we were those first couple of years where we were just happy to have a team. Uh, and, you know, can't complain that much as long as you have a team to watch, but, uh, you know, it, it, it varies week to week. Sometimes they, they feel like they're just not ready to play, not ready to show up, you know, not inspired. And then you got nights like last night where like the last half an hour, I would say just looked incredible. Like, you know, they, they finally clicked. I just don't know where that switch is and why it keeps getting flipped back off. Uh, you know, I've seen a lot of people talk about the fields 
obviously it's been a hot topic this <laughs> yeah. season yeah. but uh i mean last night i that last night's field like could not have been any worse than anything else we've ever played on no we still managed not. to find we still managed to find two goals and uh get the win so uh yeah. i i don't know what the formula is and what's what's missing whenever we play at home but uh i, I hope we can get it found before the end of the season well we have already attributed last night's that's august 4th win against tulsa fc we have already given all the credit to Tom. He has been begging for Arteaga and Hamilton up top. He got it, and we win. So hey, there you go. If Max is listening, hire Tom as your assistant. <laughs> yeah, actually, I actually sent a tweet out before it was well when the lineup was announced, saying that my neck's on the line. So because I had asked for this lineup for so long, that my neck was on the line last night if they didn't get a good result. Yeah, I saw that. That was kind of funny. I'm like, oh, he just put that out there like that because, yeah, he's been asking and asking and asking for it. So, um, so I'm assuming, Jaron, you live downtown. Is that a safe assumption? Uh, no, I uh, I've been up just north of downtown, uh, the Broad Ripple area uh, for well, I guess since I moved here about 2015, okay. I moved out for one year, but I came crawling back. So, gotcha. Bike. I'm actually in the, the Butler Turkington area now. So, so bike is primary mode of transportation. Absolutely. Uh, we've only got one vehicle and don't really want to have to pay for a second one. So I get everywhere on my bike. Matt, good on you. I mean, good, good, good on you. Um, I, I, I'm a cyclist. I live out in Hendricks County, um, but I work from home. So the bike to work day for me is pretty boring. Um, not a whole lot I can do about that, but as far as cycling, um, so you use it as a mode of transportation. Do you also use it exercise just to get out or is it primarily your, your primary mode of back and forth to work? Uh, you know, it actually started off as a, a mode of exercise for me. Uh, I've kind of gone through a, a life changing weight loss over the last couple of years. And uh, it started off with just like walking and biking everywhere. And uh, it kind of just stuck from there. Uh, I, my days are so much better when I can ride in and out. I don't have to deal with the stress of traffic and it's just, you know, it's, it makes for a much better day. So I, I don't really want to go back to driving. So let's, let's talk. You, you just struck something very near to my heart. Let's talk exercise, weight loss. I know this is in the 11 soccer stuff, but really anybody listening, um, I used to weigh 250 and it wasn't getting better. It was going the wrong way. I jumped on a bike, lost 75 pounds, and my life has changed. Um, so I get it. I absolutely those are the get it. those are the exact numbers. That was an exact wow. starting weight, and it's exactly how much weight I've lost. Seriously, <laughs> like on the nose. Yeah, <laughs> and it's funny. I'm an older gentleman. I'm 56. I'm not a spring chicken. Um, this happened a few years ago, Jaron. I was diagnosed type two diabetic. I accepted that as what my life was going to be. And I had one of those come to Jesus moments when it's like, okay, this is how I'm going to die. And there's not much I can do about it. You just live your best life. Um, 12 year old boy. And I'm like, okay, I, I need to get better for him and the family. And yeah, bikes. Uh, I tell people a bike saved my life without a doubt, without a doubt, a bike saved my life. And then I was that guy that would go ride you know, every day, go ride 25, 30 miles, ride hard, ride hard. Um, my knees are shot. So now I've gotten to the mode where I ride because I want to. 
and I enjoy it so much more. I look at some of your posts on Twitter, dude, and I'm like, man, I got to reach out. I got to hook up with JB, get on the bike. If he can take me on a tour of Indianapolis. No, seriously. I, I would love to do that. No, no agenda. Let's go grab a bite to eat. Let's go grab a beer, whatever. Let's just cruise around Indy and you could give me the Jaren tour. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, uh, I've always wanted to do like a, uh, like a bike to the match, kind of like a, a rolling tailgate type thing too. So I, I thought that that would be fun. So maybe we can that's, drum up something uh, like that. That's an excellent idea. I, I think you're onto something, dude. I think if we uh, we start promoting, let's pick a day on the calendar, maybe a Sunday match or, or a Saturday match, obviously, we all meet at X at noontime, and then we can ride Indiana, go grab a bite to eat, you know, just stop here, 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 and here, get to the match, or get to the tailgate anyway. I think that sounds like a splendid idea. Let's do it. Let's let's make that happen. I'm going to make a note and we'll uh, we'll work on that. So, um, so far, thoughts on the season. I know the first half was kind of okay. Last night was a great win for the team. It put us back in the hunt for a playoff position. Um, Max Rogers, your thoughts? I think he's been in a fantastic job so far. Uh... I know that, you know, Randy was moving people around and trying out different um, lineups. And I still, that we're, you know, see that we're still kind of doing that a little bit. But um, I think there's been a little bit more consistency. Some things are starting to click a little bit better. And, um, you know, I, I, I think that we're going to finish this season at least fairly strong. Uh, and I, I think that I would be happy with just making playoffs. Um, if we can squeak out a, a decent run, that'd be great. But, you know, just I think making it would be, be okay for now. Um, it's been kind of a rough year anyways. So, uh, you know, we'll take what we can get. No, I, I, I agree. Tom expectations, playoffs, at least getting, getting in would be great. Making a deep run would be obviously awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, that's the bare minimum is to reach the playoffs. Um, what we'll do when we get there, who knows? It's, but yeah, definitely the bare minimum is to, to turn this thing around and reach the playoffs. So I have to bring this up, and I don't know if you've noticed, Jerem, but I'm going to put you on the spot. Can somebody explain to me what is going on with Patty Seagrass socks? <laughs> Tom knows. Oh, does Tom, do you know what I'm talking about, Jerem? I think I, I do not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've noticed like the last three matches, the backs of his socks are been either cut or ripped. Tom? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I noticed that as well. Yeah, what? I guess it's just uh, it's. I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to. We'll have to ask him. I don't know. We'll have to get him on the show somehow to discuss his socks. Yeah, next time you get a chance, take a look, Jaron. You take a look at his socks, the backs of his socks where the calves are. It's like they're all cut out. Like he's got these bulging calf muscles poking through his socks. <laughs> the socks can't contain them. That must nah, be it. That <laughs> must be it. I, it. I just found it quite interesting when I saw that last night. It was really kind of, it was kind of, I kind of chuckled at it. Um, so you've, you've been engaged with this team since 2010. Did I hear that correctly? I, yeah, I think, I think it's when the discussion first started. Yeah. Um, mostly just online. Um, I don't know when things officially started, got, a, you know, got rolling, but um, I, I posted uh, just about an hour ago, uh, 
August 3rd, 2011 was actually when we, you know, decided on the name and like made the first Facebook page for the BYB. So at, at least that long. Yes. That's incredible. That's, that's good stuff. Um, and I'm assuming at that time, the BYB was probably what, five of you? Uh, yeah, I think the original group was anywhere between five to 10 people at, at different times. Um, some people came, some people left. Right. All depends on, you know, you know, the, the burnout happens and I, I get it. It's happened to me on the board a few times. So like not everybody could stick around for the entire length of it. And even the original group of like the eight people that uh, the names that I can remember, at least I can only think of like two of them that I see regularly anymore. So what and was, it, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, no, go ahead. What was the vision? Was it, is the, is what you see now with the battalion, what you originators kind of saw as the vision? Uh, I would say it's pretty close actually. Uh, you know, we were just, the, the main thing was just to get a team. We didn't care who, we didn't care what league, we didn't care where, just someone to watch professionally. As gotcha. the, the MLS was growing so quickly at the time. And I think our, our original, one of our original Facebook pages was called like MLS to Indy. Um, and that was where we first, like one of the first places where we really started gathering, like, hey, you know, do you like soccer? Do you like Indianapolis? And like, go follow his Facebook page, help us spread the word <laughs> kind gotcha. of thing. That, that is, and that is exactly how it started. It was just like networking and connecting online and getting people to like a Facebook page. So, so really a true grassroots um, scenario. That's, that's awesome to hear. Now, let's talk soccer. Let's talk about you. You play soccer. Um, who do you play for? When do you play? When are the games? What position? He, he, plays, <laughs> for me. he, he plays for my new favorite team. That's who he plays for. That's right. Uh, <laughs> I play for, uh, for Midtown FC, and that is the uh, Indy City Football League here in Indianapolis. Um, it's just like a little rec league where like each neighborhood gets their own team. Uh, majority of the players for each team are, you know, roughly from said neighborhood. So, uh, you know, there's you got a team for Broad Ripple, you got a team for Mass Ave, you have Miles Square, you have like Sporting, Heron Morton. Uh, there's a Riverside City, that team is new this year, I believe. And we're actually up to, to 24 teams right now. Wow. But the, uh, the best thing I think about this league is like, it's not just about soccer. They also have a thing called uh, on the table called Citizen Points where uh, they will tally up uh, any kind of like volunteering you do or donating blood. Uh, we have like uh, after parties for, for game days where like if you get like most of your team to attend, you'll get some bonus points. And it's more, you know, more about like growing the community as well, and, like helping and cleaning up the community. And those points actually go towards like your total points on the table. So uh, it's, it's kind of cool to get, uh, you know, more of the community involved you can actually get points like just for like coming to watch the teams. You don't even have to actually play on the team. So, so how do listeners find that league? Number one and number two, do you play at a central location or do you play around the city or what's that look like? Yeah. So uh, you can find the league has its own website. It's indycityfootball.com. Uh, you can also find them on Twitter. Uh, the Twitter feeds are incredible uh they put a lot of detail into into match day into like the upcoming matches and uh it's just it's a lot of fun to follow along with them on twitter uh and we play at coon stadium over on 16th like the west side on 16th street that's right across from the old bush stadium 
as yeah, old, correct. old old indie people would know. Uh, and that seems like a pretty nice facility, actually. Um, it is. It is very nice. Yes. Yeah. So when are the games during the week, weeknights? Every Wednesday night, uh, there's matches at six, seven, eight, and nine. There's three fields going on at the same time for each hour. So they get all the games in in one night each week. Open to the public? Absolutely, yeah. Yep. Uh, there is a vaccination requirement, which yep. is fairly standard, I think, at this point. So that's no problem. But, uh, yeah, it is definitely open to the public. Grab a beer, come on in, watch a game, find is your neighborhood. A, is there admission fee or no or just? Uh, not at the moment. So okay. it is free soccer to watch on Wednesday hey, nights. And that's awesome. There are some pretty good teams in the league. I think last night we had a number one versus number four matchup, and it was – I think there was, what, 10 goals scored in the 40-minute game? Like it's, <laughs> wow. it's It's some good soccer. So so what ages – I mean, what ages participate? Uh, I, there's no upper age limit, but I, I do believe you have to be at least 18 to play. So I, I've, I've seen some, some, some older folks playing in the league, but uh, it's very inclusive. Uh, there's no problem uh, – as long as you're willing to play and have a good good attitude, come on out and play. Gotcha. Is it self-refed or is it, do you have refs? Uh, yes, there are assigned referees for the matches. Okay. No, just good to know. I mean, this is this is good stuff because, you know, in the 11, we could talk that all day. But, you know, what are the grassroots communities doing besides just in the 11? And I think this is yeah. pretty awesome. Um, and actually, um, the, the the league is actually connected with Indy 11 and the Breakthrough Battalion both. Um I think on the sponsors on the back of the jerseys, I believe Indy 11's on there. And then there's one of the teams, one of the newer teams, I believe has the, the BYB as a sponsor and the crest is on the front. So nice. they, they do make their appearances. Oh, that's good. Good, good, good. Um, let me ask you, and I, you know, I haven't really asked a whole lot of people given anything on the table, what, where would you want to see this podcast go? What, Give us some ideas. What do the folks want? You, you're out in the community. You're out there with the soccer folks. I can't walk around and ask everybody. What would you want to see come out of this podcast? What do you want to see more of? Do you want to see less of? Um, I'm an open book. So I, I think you guys are on the right track at the moment. Um, I really enjoy hearing from other fans, especially people that you know I never would have probably run into on a normal match day. Um, it's really cool to see in other perspectives. Uh, one thing I do think would be super cool is to get some, some folks either from the front office. So like, uh, I, I vote for Trey, uh, yes. or any, you know, any, any players, like even a group of players for a, a single episode, I think would be a lot of fun. Um, uh, yeah, I, there's, there's all kinds of directions this could go. And I don't think there's any one way to do it. So. I, no, I appreciate that. When it comes to players, it's actually I've had um, some emails back and forth with the front office and um, I'm trying to engage the youth soccer players, you know, the youth kids that want to interview like their favorite player. So they, oh, would, that'd be do, great. Yeah. they would do a scenario where give me four or five questions. If they can't be on the show, if they could submit them to me, then obviously I would recognize them on the podcast, read the questions on their behalf with the player from the Indy 11. Um, I am working out the details with the front office because my son is going to be the guinea pig. Um, he's a goalkeeper. He keeps telling me he has the questions I keep asking. 
and I haven't seen them yet. So, uh, (laughs) (laughs) so, uh, you know, I, I may just give him the mic when I read the questions I'm trying to get Jordan would be his person. He wants to talk to, uh, to get kind of that scenario going. So yeah, no, I appreciate that, Jaron. That's some good stuff. I've reached out to Trey. If anybody listening has an inroad to Trey, get him to contact us. We need him on the show. He said if the, right now. do that because he said if the <laughs> players want it or if the fans want it, he would do it. Yeah, he everybody, does, yeah. everybody says that they want it. So Jaron, your assignment is to go get Trey, make it so. I'll even let you interview him. If that's <laughs> what it comes down to. <laughs> so, yeah, if you get a hold of Trey, that's awesome. I, I think those ideas are good. I think this growing organically, um, it's interesting because the first set of interviews we had, we were not doing well as a team. It's incredible what a win does for the energy of the show. Yeah. Um, I'm more yeah, excited. I was, ahead, I was definitely nervous about uh, about today's recordings because if, if, if we didn't win, I didn't know what we we're going to talk about. It would all be doom and gloom. So, Yeah, it's, it's funny you said that, Tom, because I thought the same thing. I said, man, if we lose this game, is it going to be the same old, same old, here we go again, we're, we score, we concede, we score, we concede. And after that second goal last night, I don't know if I was more excited because we were going to get three points or because the podcast had new stuff to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. You know? uh, yeah. Uh, Nassau's goal was definitely the cherry on top there. It was, it was very, very happy to see that. I think you could hear the collective in India, yeah. you know, when he scored that second goal, because it's like, okay, they've got basically no time left. We put this thing in the bag. Let's go home. Uh, now let me ask you this, Jaron. You've watched games, away games. You've watched home games. Uh, I think we, as Indy Eleven fans, have been blessed with a Greg Rakestraw and a Brad Howder, without a doubt. Um, listening to that game last night was like nails on a chalkboard to me. <laughs> Yeah, there was. I, I watched the second half of the the ESPN feed, and it was uh, it was definitely difficult to listen. To. I actually think I ended up turning it down for the rest of the game because it was just trying to process what they were trying to say. It was more distracting and just took away from trying to enjoy what was on the screen itself. So, yeah, uh, what, what did they do? They called uh, when Hack came in the game. They announced him as a sub, but then they called somebody else. Was it Nick Hackshaw or what they said? It was funny. And I'm just like, did they just say that? I mean, <laughs> granted, they're the opposing team, but uh, uh, we've got some, we, we've got an episode coming up with Jaron with Brad Howder. We recorded and Brad talks about Greg's ability to pull out Indy 11 data out of his gray matter with absolutely zero notes. Yeah. He says it's uncanny. He says we are so lucky to have somebody like Greg announcing these games because he goes, it's the craziest thing I've ever seen. And and Brad is a soccer junkie. But some of the stuff that Greg comes out with, he goes, I never thought in a million years. 
he must have a photographic memory, something like that, to come up with the stuff that he that he does. Something, some something's clicking. So enough so, to ask him. Yeah. So what? Oh, Jaron, what position you play? Uh, well, I was actually a, a goalkeeper all through high school. My um, man. But I, uh, I ended up. Reason. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I. I started off as goalkeeper mostly because we didn't have one and they needed one and it fell on me. Uh, I think I was pretty decent at it, but it really wasn't my, my calling. And I really like playing midfield and forward more. Um, but you know, my, all of my training was in goalkeeping, so I'm not the best at it. So I just, uh, you know, I do what I can in my, my little rec league and I you know, just try to have some fun. Awesome. So folks, let me recap what we talked about. If you're listening and you have a itch to go watch some soccer, uh, Coonsfield, downtown 16th street, Wednesday evenings, what time do they start Jaron? The games? Six o'clock's the first game and they go all the way through, through nine. Well, the last game started at nine. So they get done around nine 45. So you could do six to nine, nine 45, spend a Wednesday evening, go down, watch some soccer, some rec plus soccer type scenario to get your soccer fix obviously uh when indy 11's not playing go do that stuff i'm assuming do you guys play even play wednesday nights when the 11 has a game yeah okay okay so it is a it's, it is a wednesday night scenario okay fair enough um and actually i will say um we just wrapped up regular play last night next week is like a bye week slash like all-star game and then every game from there is uh, like playoffs. So it's about to get really exciting. Ah, there you go, folks. <laughs> um, so yeah, playoffs, let's, let's talk playoffs. Uh, we're back in the hunt. Uh, last night, the three points was huge. I think uh, my personal opinion is I think Max has been shuffling the pieces last night to me was kind of weird. Not seeing hack and AJ on the field from the beginning. Uh, but it worked. So, you know, I was just, it was weird when, when you see Gordon going off the field and AJ coming in, I'm like, how's that going to work? Is AJ finally getting his wish to go up top? Um, but obviously that's not going to happen. I just thought it was pretty interesting to see the way that he rearranged the team. Um, and then we hope Jordan's back soon. I, I think that'll be a big, uh, big plus for the team also. Yeah, definitely. Um, like we say, um, Hackshaw obviously come off the bench last night, so hopefully that's him closer to being in a, in a starting spot. Uh, Jordan obviously don't know how long he's got left till he returns, but it's definitely looking up, and hopefully Hackshaw doesn't have to go away with uh, yeah. Trinidad again anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, well, they got World Cup qualifiers coming, so unfortunately that may happen. Oh, speaking of Hack, Jaron. Fro, no fro. Which one do you prefer? You know, I I have to say I miss the fro, but <laughs> he looks good either way. So <laughs> no, that's gonna be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're gonna start asking that. I think, uh, yeah, we just did a, a quick episode with Josh, uh, and we talked about the fro, fro, no fro. But that, yeah, that is interesting. Um, so yeah, without a doubt, it's just you look up and you're like, whoa, what happened? Um, but I got you. Yeah. It's always good to see him back in blue, black and white playing for us brings a serious different level to the game comes in the game. Boom. Immediately gets an assist. We get a point. 
and that's good. Um, I called it the hack factor last night. I think is what I hashtagged. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. So I think I'm going to kind of keep that one uh, and quite use it quite a bit every time he comes in. And then obviously I really, 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 if you have any influence with the Brickyard Battalion, they need to learn wild thing. Just saying <laughs> the chorus. Do you remember the, the, do you remember the movie major league? By no, chance. Okay. Uh, Charlie Sheen was their relief pitcher and he was called wild thing. And every time he would come in, they would play the music wild thing. I yeah. think every time Gordon scores, Jaron, if you have pull with the battalion, we need a new champ. Okay, I know. Uh, I know there's some some people that have that influence listening. So, <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about, right? I, I would. Attempt, oh, absolutely. Yeah. I would attempt to sing it, but I don't want to lose listeners. <laughs> no. uh, you know, we might be able to get Jordan Farr to do a rendition for us. You know what? Uh, that would be awesome because he is now the official outro of all of our podcasts. <laughs> That's great. When they did that mic'd up segment, and he goes. Hey, I sound pretty good in these headphones. That is our official outro of every podcast moving forward since they did that. So, um, but Jordan's a great guy, but yeah, maybe we can get him to sing it. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Any other thoughts, Jaron? Anything else you want to talk about? Uh, you know, not at the moment. I, I, I guess I would say again, like I'm, I'm liking where the, the season's going at the moment, and I, I hope we keep going on our way up. So, Good deal. Um, we'd like to have you back maybe later in the season. Yeah, I'd always be happy to hop on. And if you uh, if you just want some some extra commentary for any other guests, I'd be happy to hop on too. All right, let me uh, – we'll yeah. reach out via email, but that's, that's awesome because um, – yeah, how great would it be? We could actually do, uh, now you just had me had this epiphany. What if we did like maybe a huge 15 to 20 person recording, like a round table type podcast? I think that would be pretty cool. You know, that sounds a little chaotic, but uh, if you get the right people involved, <laughs> you might be able to make it work. <laughs> yeah, I would have to very quickly watch the mute button with a lot of people, click, 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 uh, but we could probably make that work. So yeah, folks, we appreciate Jaron coming on the show. Um, like we've always told everybody, this show is for you, by you, without you listening, without you participating, we've got nothing. Tom, as always, dude, it's great to have you on the show. Yeah. Um, I do not know when you sleep. I don't know your sleeping habits, but God bless you, dude. I mean, seriously. Yeah. You've, You've been there for every recording, no matter how crazy the time may be that I set for a recording. Tom is always like, yep, I'm there. Uh, coming up in some of our future podcasts, folks, we've got an intern from the Indy 11 that's going to join us. We'll be recording him pretty soon. Uh, Jaron, I don't know if you knew about it, but Greg Rakestraw, we're recording him Monday for a future episode. Nice. Uh, that is going to be, I believe, an epic episode. Uh especially if we win this next match, obviously. Um, but stay tuned, folks. You know, join us at Anchor, uh, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast. I think you can find us everywhere. Um, website is cuethesmoke.com. We are looking for anybody who would be willing to write some blog post or maybe some insight. That's an open invite. DM us on Twitter at Q the Smoke. We'll get you set up with an account. Um, 
but folks, this is really a fan-based podcast, fan-based connection to the team. So we do appreciate everybody listening. Jaron, once again, thank you so much for joining us. Um, And we'll definitely reach out and do this again. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Yep. I don't know about you, but I sounded really good in these headphones. 